carbs have you confused? Are you torn between cutting them out or embracing them? Well, let's dive in. Are you struggling to keep your head above water and brushing aside how you physically feel? You know you need to do something to feel better, but what? Nothing's working and you're about to give up. I hear ya. I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, a wife and a furry guardian. Like you, I let my work and everything else get in the way of health, often chasing skinny instead of health until I learned how the body works. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where I share all the tips, tricks, and science to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules, going beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to food, mindset, and lifestyle. If you're ready to stop spinning your wheels and learn how to feel better with changes that work for you, results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hey, hey there. With the new year rapidly approaching, let's take a quick look at carbohydrates. I want you to feel empowered so that you can make the best choice for you. First of all, Carbohydrates come with four calories per gram of carbohydrates. Even the fiber part, for those of you who like net carbs, the fiber has calories too. Unlike fatty acids and amino acids, aka protein, carbohydrates are not essential. Now, before you start tuning me out, that only means that you do not need to ingest them to survive. Your body can make what it needs for survival. But is survival the same thing as thriving? Most would say thriving and surviving are not at all the same thing. But what does that mean for you? First up, let's look at how the body works. Physiologically, humans are built to be metabolically flexible. This means we should be able to easily switch to whatever fuel is available at that moment. That means we should be able to run on glucose from carbohydrates and ketones and fatty acids from fats and then easily switch back and forth as needed. Now, protein can be used as fuel, but it first has to be turned into glucose, so it's generally not used as fuel because it's only turned into glucose if there's an excess or the body absolutely needs the glucose. For the most part, protein's used as building blocks. But... That's a separate note. We've already talked about protein in the past. I'll link that below. We've also talked about metabolic flexibility. I'll link that one too. So back to the topic at hand, carbohydrates. Why is there such a big fight? I see it as an argument between those that are metabolically damaged and those that are not. And then there's also those that have an unhealthy psychological relationship with these same foods or any food at all. And it's the extremist that's deemed carbs as bad no matter what they are. And then you have the other camp that says it's only about calories. Carbs are not bad. The body needs them. With any dietary choice, it's those that have found a way for them and believe that is the only way to do things. Yes, our body does burn carbohydrates more easily than fatty acids. But just because something's simpler for the body doesn't mean it is necessary for the body or unnecessary for that matter. Our body should, like I've just stated, should be metabolically flexible. But it's no longer that way. That's why we have to dig deeper. What is the state of your health 
What do you need to work on to be metabolically healthy? Forget flexibility. Let's go back to metabolically healthy. Are your numbers in order or not? That's the first thing we have to look at. And then we have to look at the foods we're eating and how they are reacting in our body. Or are they benefiting us to reach health? Or are they detrimental? Even health foods can be detrimental at a point in time where we need healing. That is where the disconnect comes in. Just because we need to heal does not mean that the foods are bad. Unless you have a true allergic reaction, a food is not good or bad. And it's good or bad for you if you're the one with the allergic reaction. It's individual, bio-individual, what's going on in your body. As ultra-processed carbohydrates became more and more available, more and more people have become metabolically unhealthy. Diets went from around 150 grams of carbs per day coming from mostly fruits and vegetables, so whole foods, to way over 300 grams and a lot more. Some people are up of 500, with the majority of it coming from highly processed refined carbohydrates. That's where the problem began. So as we ate more and more of the types of carbohydrates, our bodies struggled with getting actual nourishment. And hunger would rear its head in between our meals. So in response to that, nutritionists and doctors started telling us to eat every two to three hours. We know that this creates a constant insulin response. So if you're trying to lose weight, we don't want a constant presence of insulin. Remember, insulin is the storage hormone. So if it's present, we can't tap into our fat stores. So we wanna make sure we have time in between our meals where we're tapping into our storage, not where we're actually storing things. The more we repeated the cycle of eating every two to three hours, the more our bodies started to lose that metabolic flexibility and our metabolic health started to decline. So along with eating more often, we started including more and more simple refined carbohydrates. And the more of those that we included, the sicker we became as a society. So again, I ask, does this mean carbohydrates are bad? My answer is going to be yes and no. You see, it's the amount we're eating and the types we're eating and our baseline health. It's a combination of all three. So if you're a diabetic, you might need to cut back on your carbohydrates as you heal. Maybe stick to whole foods carbohydrates. Depending on how severe your insulin resistance is that caused the diabetes, you may have to forego fruit for a while or certain fruits. Or it could be long-term. It depends on your health and the amounts of carbohydrates your body actually tolerates to get healthy and stay healthy. So if all you're doing is eating white bread and cookies and pastries, you're not helping the situation. There are lots of types of carbohydrates. Maybe I should explain the different types first. We know about sugars, but carbohydrates turn into sugars. So we know about sugar and honey, and then we know fruit, vegetables, white rice, brown rice, beans, uh, pasta. All of those are carbohydrates. That doesn't make them good or bad. Whole food carbohydrates would be the way to go and the way to start 
getting rid of for all that refined carbohydrates, especially anything that has stuff like high fructose corn syrup. We know that affects our metabolic health. So that's probably the first thing to cut out. You might be thinking, well, I don't think I really have a problem. Are you constantly hungry? Do you have highs and lows of energy after you eat? Are you hungry every two to three hours? Do you get really low blood sugar? All of that's a sign that you are not processing or maintaining a balanced blood sugar throughout the day. Your blood sugar should be somewhat balanced throughout the day. Now we go back to protein. If you're getting in enough protein, that's one gram per pound of ideal body weight or more, depending on you, if you're not getting that in and you're replacing that with carbohydrates, you're creating a storm inside your body. Now that doesn't make them good or bad. It just creates a problem. So that's where we need to start focusing is what is what we're eating doing to our health? How is what we're eating affecting us reaching our goals or not? It's that simple. For many Carbohydrates have to be restricted to a certain degree. Maybe it's restricted to just vegetables. Maybe it's restricted to low-carb vegetables and fruit. Maybe you have to go low-carb to heal and get that insulin going right before you start increasing it up a little by little till you find your own tolerance. Carbohydrate tolerances are unique for each one, and it's unique depending on your current health. So carbohydrates are not good nor bad. They just have to be balanced out to your personal health and your tolerances. Certain carbohydrates like grains spike glucose a lot higher than something like lentils. That's things we need to know so that we can adjust it to our health and what's going to benefit us. So we have simple carbohydrates. We have grains, which are carbohydrates. And then you have fibrous carbohydrates like um, leafy greens, berries, stuff like that that have a lot of fiber in them that blunts the sugar that might be in them. Then we have things like beans, lentils, quinoa, you know, things that, there's certain things that we think are protein like beans and quinoa, but they're actually a carbohydrate. They're predominantly a carbohydrate over protein. Yes, there's protein in it, but not a lot. So you have to look at what you're eating and how it's affecting your body. If you have an insatiable sweet tooth that you cannot get rid of, I highly recommend you join my newsletter as I am running a seven-day sugar-free challenge to help you get off that sugar roller coaster, that sweet tooth roller coaster. That's the first step because it's tied in with the gut and y'all know how I work on gut health. But carbohydrates are a big part of that sweet tooth are a big problem for your gut if you're not getting in the fiber and you're only getting in those refined carbs. So what can you do today besides joining the free challenge? Learn how to balance your meal properly. Prioritize your protein. Make sure you're getting a minimum of 30 grams of protein per meal. Um, shoot for one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. Then fill your plate up with fiber-filled vegetables. Then drizzle with some healthy fats. And then if you still want some starchier carbs, add them in as a very small portion. We're too used to eating the starch as our predominant part of our meal, and that's what's creating the problem. Protein should always be the star of your plate. That is where we start. 
we start to eat properly so that we can get from meal A to meal B to meal C. We don't have to eat five and six times a day. So are carbs good or bad? They're neither. They're what works best for you and your health today. Never double down on something that's not working for you. If you have given up carbs like I did for a very long time and your body was no longer thriving, it's time to figure out how to add in real food carbs like I did. If we categorize that food as bad, we have too much anxiety about trying to add in the foods our body actually needs for gut health, for brain health, for thyroid health. There's a lot of phytonutrients that we get from carbohydrates, especially the fibers, which are not phytonutrients, I know that, but they're needed in the body. So don't classify any food as good or bad. There are foods that are working for you or not working for you. And simple as that. On that note, friends, I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening in today. I hope you got some nuggets to take on your health journey. Remember, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. No medical advice is being given. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the full disclaimer, which is linked in the show notes. If you found this podcast helpful, could you take 30 seconds and leave a review? Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps others discover my show. Once again, thank you for being part of my community. Until next time, have a blessed day.